resolving in the spirit to do what God wants you to do. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. It's midweek, and uh, hopefully you have had plenty of opportunities to see the Lord's hand at work in your life this week, uh, positioning you for opportunities uh, to be a witness for Jesus, um, teaching you through the experiences that you've encountered in your life. Um, We are all in the same boat in so many ways. We're struggling through, as a world, um, this crazy virus that takes up so much of our attention and thought and uh, space on the airwaves, and yet life is still in front of us, ready to be lived. And so we have the dual challenge of uh, trying to uh, be safe in this current environment while uh, realizing um, very precious moments are ticking off the clock. Uh, And God has put us here to live. And so um, in Him, we can be very much alive, even when uh, the world around us seems so uncertain. This morning, uh, we're going to be focusing our attention on Acts chapter 19, verses 21 and 22. It's kind of a transition passage between uh, Paul's um, encounter with the sons of Sceva and their failure, <laughs> and uh, Paul's ministry in Ephesus growing in strength, and uh, his ministry there having great impact. Now we're transitioning from Ephesus and um, kind of sensing where Paul felt the Spirit of God was leading. So before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Lord, we thank you once again that we can pause and take this moment with you. Uh, Lord, we know that our lives... Um, can only ultimately be spiritually fruitful and um, spiritually healthy when we abide in you, when we stay closely connected to you. And so, Lord God, today, help us abide in you in this moment. Help us connect deeply with your word and with your spirit who teaches us through it. Father, open us up, heart, mind, body, and soul to what you want to say to us today and that we might apply those things as your spirit leads to the benefit of our growth and grace. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Paul uh, is now transitioning from uh, being in Ephesus, and we kind of get a glimpse here in the next few verses as to where he senses the Lord is leading. So here's Acts 19, 21 through 22. Now after these events, Paul resolved in the spirit to pass through Macedonia and Achaia, and go to Jerusalem, saying, After I have been there, I must also see Rome. And having sent into Macedonia two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed in Asia for a while. So we get a glimpse into the inner life of Paul's prayers, uh, of Paul's um, strategizing for ministry, of Paul's sense maybe of where the Spirit of God was leading him. And Luke tells us in verse 21, after all the things that were unfolding in Ephesus, Paul resolved in the spirit to pass through Macedonia. There was something in him tugging at him about that place, about that location. And as he um, paid attention to his heart, I'm sure, and to that sense of the spirit tugging at him about Macedonia, 
Luke tells us he resolved in the spirit to pass through Macedonia, became something that he was resolute about. He was in the spirit of God, determined to go there. Um, The spirit put that burning desire within him, and Paul resolved in the spirit that he would pass through Macedonia. And we'll see later that it's a good thing (laughs) that he does that. Um, Paul uh, was um, triggered with some passion for that location for the people there uh, must have been sensing in his spirit uh, that that place was ripe for the preaching of the gospel and then from Macedonia Luke tells us it was Paul's intention to go to, to Achaia and on to Jerusalem and then he says something interesting at the end of verse 21 and after I have been there I must also see Rome Paul felt again this tug toward Rome. And um, that also is an interesting thing that we see him say there. So there's a very clear sense of where the Spirit of God was leading him in mission. Uh, Sometimes in our own lives, we can acknowledge that we've had a pretty strong sense of clarity about where God is leading us, what we should do, uh, what people we should invest in, and those kinds of things. I hope you've had that experience. I've had it in my life. It was a pretty healthy season, actually, of about five or six years in ministry where I knew with certainty, where I knew without a doubt that I was right where God wanted me. But most of my spiritual life has been spent trying to discern, trying to Um, figure out what God was mapping out before me and not having this sense of clarity like Paul, Macedonia and Achaia and Jerusalem and Rome and on and on and on. And um, Paul just had such a sense of clarity. And I hope that you do have that experience at some point in your journey, but I can resonate if you haven't had that often. And if more typically you've had the experience of really wrestling with God, Lord, where and who and when and how long and what and all of the things that we struggle with uh, that sometimes keep us from going at all. Uh, But better that we go and do um, the Lord's work somewhere than sit on our hands wondering where we ought to go. Um, Nonetheless, if if we go in the spirit of Jesus, God will use us wherever it is that we wind up. Um, But Paul had a very defined sense, and at times we've had that experience too, but not often. Uh, And then in verse 22, having sent into Macedonia two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed in Asia for a while. Now, it seems like maybe the Spirit was preparing the ground in Macedonia to have Timothy and Erastus there ahead of Paul's arrival. Um, It's interesting to me, the Billy Graham uh, Evangelistic Association always sent in a ground team ahead of a crusade to lay groundwork with churches and pastors and Christian leaders and community leaders to do their marketing, to get the word out. And the ground team would lay the foundation for the success of the crusade, whether people got the word and would come out and bring their unsafe friends and family or their spiritually curious friends and family. And over and over and over again, you would see full stadiums, full venues, every place the Billy Graham Association would go. And I believe that that's because they had a tremendously effective ground game. And Paul's ground game included Timothy and Erastus. He sent them to Macedonia ahead of his arrival. And then he stayed in Asia for a while. 
We don't know how long. We don't know what he was doing specifically. We can imagine that he was continuing on in the work that he had embraced uh, in most of the communities that he entered into, reasoning with the Jews and preaching the gospel to the Gentiles. Um, but you can see here, there's a strategy, there's a thoughtfulness, there's a uh, staying connected through prayer to the Spirit, following God's lead, strategizing about ministry effectiveness. It's all here um, if we just apply what we're reading. Well, my friends, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to study with us. We're going to continue on in uh, Acts chapter 19, Lord willing, and uh, hopefully we'll see you back here again tomorrow. God bless. May these words continue to resonate in your hearts as you continue, as you consider them today. God bless.